Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Modern Hair Stylist Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about making sure that you're showing up for your potential new client the right way in the right places. And this is so important because it can literally make or break whether or not a new potential client decides whether they want to invest with you and actually book an appointment with you or not after first finding you. We need to understand the customer's journey from A to Z, right? From when they first find out about you all the way until they're actually booking an appointment with you and getting into your chair. And the reason why is because at each level of that journey, you're going to need to be doing and saying something different to move them further along in the journey and to optimize your marketing funnel. So if you are ready to turn your marketing funnel into an ideal client conversion machine, then get ready for this bomb ass episode. Let's go. What's the tea, friends? My name's Hunter Donia, industry business educator for hairstylists, but my friends just call me Hunty. And I'm Caitlin, the CMO for Team Hunty, here to offer additional perspectives and kick-ass marketing advice. Whether it be growing your clientele, making more money, or automating and streamlining your systems, in the next 20 minutes or so, you'll be hearing realistic, actionable strategies to create a beautiful career for yourself behind the chair. So if you're ready to get into it, welcome to the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. Hello, Caitlin. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you today, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be talking about the customer journey and really making sure that we're optimizing our marketing funnels to do exactly what they want them to do. I think that all too often as marketers, because that's what we end up being as business owners, right? Uh, In order to get those new ideal clients into our chair, we have to be marketers. We have to think like marketers. And as marketers, we don't often put ourselves into our client's shoes enough, right? And this is why I talk so much about the ideal client profile and really understanding who that person is inside and out and why I joke that you should understand this person like the same way that you understand your child or yourself or your partner Um, because it really will allow you to understand that person's perspective and experience and allow you to then optimize everything that you're putting out there to make sure that that experience is what you want it to be to get that person to book an appointment. So I am going to encourage you, my friend listening to this, to think like a marketer. And a marketer thinks about the client-customer journey. They think about what the what the perspective is of that client as they're going through each level of your funnel. And so we start at the top with, with when they first become aware of you, and then they go down, and then you nurture them a little bit. You get them to trust you, and then they have a choice to make. Do they want to book with you, or do they not want to book with you? And at each level, you need to be saying something different or you need to be pushing out different content in order to meet that person exactly where they're at and say the right things to get them to click the book button. So I'm hyped to talk about it all today. And I think let's, let's, we should start at the top of the funnel. Let's talk about awareness, right? Let's talk about awareness. So at the top of the funnel, awareness is somebody just being aware of you And also, we have to think about, too, being aware of their problem. Somebody who is not problem aware is not going to be looking for you because they don't even know that they have a problem that needs to be solved yet. And this is why active marketing is so important because we assume that people are only finding us when they're looking for a new hairstylist. When in reality, some people aren't looking for a new hairstylist when they find you. They might just be scrolling through the Instagram and stumble up, happen to stumble upon you and get impressed by you, right? 
And so, so some people don't even have the problem of needing a new hairstylist because they're unaware that there are better solutions out there for them, or they're unaware that they have this problem that could be solved. So for example, I was just on a one-on-one coaching call with this really brilliant person who's in our masterminds. And she was talking about how she wants to, she wants to niche down and be like a holistic uh, hair growth specialist. And she wants to teach people and her clients how to uh, lean into nutrition to grow thicker and healthier hair. And so what my suggestion was, because we have to think about the fact that people aren't walking around and thinking, oh, I need to eat better in order to get thicker and healthier hair. They don't, they're not thinking that. They're not thinking, oh, I have gut health problems. That's why my hair is effed up. So I need somebody to teach me how to eat to make it so my hair grows better. That's not what this person is walking around and thinking. What they are thinking is, I wish my hair was thicker. My hair is so fine. My scalp is so itchy and I'm losing hair. That is what they're thinking. And so at the top of the funnel, we need to make sure that we are very, very much meeting that person where they're at by thinking about the symptoms that they're having of their core problem, right? So the symptoms are the things that this person on surface level is thinking that is happening. So that could be like for this example, it could be fine hair, right? So then you would want to you want to specialize as a fine hair specialist or a hair growth specialist, not like a holistic nutrition specialist, right? Like that's not what we want to do because that person is not looking for that, nor will that type of language connect with that person when they first stumble upon you, right? So we want to be thinking about When that person first comes to see you, how can you meet them exactly where they're at with the same words and thinking that they have in their brain right now? They're not yet aware of the actual problem. So let's not talk about the actual problem. Let's talk about what they think is is happening to them right now, right? Do you have anything to share on that, Caitlin? No, I think you really got the point across well, but could you like explain a little bit about like what awareness means? Like kind of like simplify it even more just in case if anyone might be confused about like what awareness, what constitutes awareness, if you will. Yeah. So there's two types of awareness. So there's like the problem awareness, right? So like, that's what I just talked about. So problem awareness is like this person is aware of their problem or they're not aware of their problem, right? That's just like awareness just in a range, right? And then there's awareness of you, right? There's awareness of you. Is this person solution aware, right? Is this person aware that th- that you exist and that you have solutions that are possible to solve their problems? And so awareness in a really simple way is, is this person aware that you exist? Are they aware that they have this problem? And it, are they aware that you have these solutions? And so like I was saying earlier, and I got ADHD off of it, that's why active marketing is so important because not everybody is searching in their search bar fine hair specialists, right? What they're ser- they they might just find your comment on somebody else's post in your local area, happen to open up your profile and see that you're a fine hair specialist and be like, oh my God, I've never even heard of that before. I have fine hair. Let me see what this person has to offer. And that's why active marketing is so important, because if you didn't go out and put yourself in those spaces, that person would have never found you. 
And because you put language in your bio or in your specialty or whatever, because you put language that connected to them right off the bat, they're going to want to learn more, even though they weren't searching for you in the first place. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Where would people become aware of you? Like, is that like, is that social media specifically? Is that like somewhere that they'd find you on like a website? Is that like a Google situation? Like, are all of the above? Like, tell me, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so somebody will find you on a plethora of places, and you named most of them. So they'll find you in the digital space. They'll find you Google My Business. They'll find you on Instagram. They'll find you on Facebook. They'll find you on Yelp um, or other like on other little places here and there on the digital space. But mostly those are like the main places. And then, of course, word of mouth. And then we also have to think about, does somebody drive past your salon and see the sign outside, right? That is how somebody becomes aware of you. Those are the places that you meet those people. And so you have to think, what is what? how do you make sure that, number one, you're visible to be made aware of in those spaces? And then we go to the second level of How do you make it so when somebody becomes aware of you that you are building trust with them? Enough trust and authority to where they're going to continue to want to work with you and learn more about you, right? And so, like, they might find you on the Instagram. They might find you on the Google My Business. But then what is posted on the Google My Business? What is the copy and the captions and the content of each of those spaces on your Facebook page that are making them trust you more and understand that you understand their problems and that you have the solutions. And in this space, it's all about entertaining them, educating them, um, giving them uh, anything that makes them truly, truly, truly feel as if you understand them inside and out. And that is exactly why I will say it again, why we need to understand who our ideal clients are based upon real data and feedback. So that way we can be posting the right type of content to nurture this person into trusting you. Because if you're just posting a bunch of shit that isn't necessarily connecting to that person, then they're never going to trust you and they're going to unfollow you or they're not going to want to learn more because then you're not creating connection with that person. And it feels like you're talking to everybody else in the room besides them. And then they're going to go to the next person who's talking to them directly. And so when we get down to they're aware of you, now it's time to impress them and build yourself as the authority figure of their problem. That's when we need to be posting the right content. And in this content, like I said, it could be educational, it could be giving them good tips and tricks. Um, and it could also be showing off your own personality, brand, your own space. Um, and, and those things, right, should somehow, some way be relevant to that person. And showing, showing you and who you are is a big part of that as well, too. And your personal brand and how that connects to that person, that is all that's all has to do with how you nurture and you build trust. And so all of that is what I call nurture, copy, and content. So like all of the content and all of the uh, the captions that you write and everything that you say in those reels, right? That's what I like to call nurture, copy, or content. And that's a lot different, a whole lot different than what we need to be doing at our next level, which is our decision level of a marketing funnel. At our decision level, we need to be doing conversion copy, like sales copy, okay? And our sales copy comes from your ideal client's pain points and objections. 
your client has gone through your awareness. They're now they're now aware of their problem. They are now aware that you exist and that you have solutions. Then they have gotten enough content from you, read enough from you to be able to trust you as an authority in this space. Now you need to sell them into actually wanting to spend money with you. At this level, what's super important is understanding what is stopping somebody, what would stop somebody from spending money and time with you, right? At this level, they've already trusted you. They're interested. They want your solutions. But now it's time for them to actually commit, right, by putting a credit card on file, by filling out your new guest application, whatever it may be. And it's going to take a little bit of convincing and overcoming their objections and re-hitting their main pain points that they actually give a shit about to get them there. So nurture content and copy and conversion content and copy is a whole lot different. And we lack a whole lot on conversion copy. What we end up doing on a lot on our websites is we talk a whole lot about us. We talk a whole lot about our brand and how amazing we are, right? Instead of instead of exemplifying the excellence of the experience and the solutions that we're providing to the person. We don't make somebody the hero of the story. We make ourselves the hero of the story. When what we want to be doing is making ourselves the guide to creating that person's hero story, right? That's straight from Donald Miller, Building a Story Brand. If you want to read that book, it's very, very helpful. And so this is why it's so important to have a documented visual process that you can see, that you can visually see as you're creating content or as you're making decisions about what you're going to be putting out there with your branding to be able to make strategic decisions on what you need to say at each level of that funnel. I know for me, like it was really difficult for me to come up with copy and understand what and where I needed to say certain things until I was able to actually visually look at what my customer's journey was all the way down. And on your website, you have to remember your customer is going through an entire website journey as well too, right? So like it starts on the home page and then they go to your service menu and then they go to the new guest page, right? And like so what do you need to say considering that there's there that entire journey as well too? What do you need to say on the home page to get them started in that website journey? What do you need to say once they get to your service page to make it so your services make sense, that they're marketable, that this person is going to uh, justify those prices that they look valuable enough, right? And then on the new guest page, what is going to attack their objections and what is going to make them really want to push the book now buy in, right? So understanding this journey inside and out from A to Z will allow you to optimize your conversions and get those lurkers and those ideal potential clients that like just have never booked the book book now button with you before, although they've been following you for a long time, it'll get them to actually book now, right? It'll get them to click the buy in. So I have a question for you then, Hunter. So I personally, I have always, when I was behind the chair, struggled with sounding salesy. Like it's something that I feel like we talk about a lot. So if our person listening to this right now is also in that same mindset of like, I don't want to sound salesy, could you give like a small example? Like I'll use myself. I have super fine hair like we were talking about earlier. So if you could use my fine hair, low maintenance color desires in your sales copy, could you give us like a tiny little example of like how you would attack that on your website? What allows you to be salesy? Like what justifies you being salesy? What allows the person on the other side of the screen to 
be cool with you being salesy is when you've built the trust and you've made it made the conversation rele- relevant to them first. You can't expect somebody to actually take action with you unless you call to action. I'm all about like having people attracted to you and do the action without you having to do anything or say anything. And that just goes to how well you've built up your foundation and your fundamentals and your marketing. But at the end of the day, some people really just do need that action step to take, especially on your website, like buttons everywhere. It should be very clear as to what the next step is to take and what actions that you want them to actually take. If we're talking to somebody who has finer hair, right? An example could be like, let's say this was like an Instagram post, or let's say this was some sort of copy on your website somewhere. You could say something like, if you feel as if you can never get your hair to look volumized enough without it feeling dry and crunchy and looking, making your ends look thin, then I have the perfect solutions for you in which we will teach you how to use the right product and the right styling techniques in a short amount of time when you come to see me. And I will provide you with a post-visit email that has all the instructions for you to remember and take home with you. So if you would like to finally achieve the thick, voluminous hair of your dreams, then go ahead and click the book now button and I'm super excited to work with you. That's a kind of like a crappy example, but that structure is how I would normally structure some type, some sort of conversion copy because it has a very clear call to action and you're hitting the main pain points. You're not beating around the bush. It's like, okay, it's fucking prime time now, girlfriends. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? And I'm hitting objections too because... I'm saying, don't worry, I'm going to be teaching you everything. Don't worry, we're going to give you volume, but I'm not going to make your hair feel dry and crappy. Um, Don't worry, I'm going to be giving you a post-visit email with every single piece of maintenance instructions that you absolutely need. And again, this goes back to understanding this person's thought process when they're looking. It's like, okay, this person's going to teach me how to style my hair. I'm not going to remember shit, right? Oh, this person gives me this post-visit email. I'm going to be good. So thinking about being proactive in your copy and thinking about what pers- what somebody's potential thoughts could be as they're going down this funnel and then attacking it right then and there will get somebody to press the book now by it, period. So my friends, if you enjoyed this episode of the Modern Hair Size Podcast, and if you want to make sure that you have a visual documented process where you're confident that you know what copy that you need to be writing and what content that you need to be putting out there to connect with your ideal client based upon real data, real feedback, then you can join us in Chief Marketing Hairstylist, which is our four-hour marketing intensive in which I'm going to hold your hand in creating an entire marketing funnel from the very beginning. We're going to help you find a very clear strategic vision of what your ideal client profile is, what your customer journey actually looks like, come up with content structures so you can post consistently and make sure that that consistent content is actually speaking to the right people so you can grow your business and get the clientele of your dreams. You can go to hunterdonia.com forward slash marketing if you would like to sign up. And it's only $97. And we're giving you our caption template vault for free with that and our website copy foundations workshop with that. And you're going to have the chance to get your funnel audited by me and peers. And we have a four week Facebook group experience so that you can connect with peers and work with each other and help us revolutionize this industry together. At the time that we're releasing this, we are closing the cart. Therefore, you will not be able to get tickets until 2024, next year. 
if you don't sign up right now. So I really don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. So go to hunterdonia.com forward slash marketing. And I cannot wait to see you at Chief Marketing Hairstylist. Thank you for tuning into the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye-bye. Hey, friend. Thank you for tuning into the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. My mission here is to help you streamline the operations in your business as much as possible so you can grow with ease and less overwhelm. At the center of all that I teach is all about embracing technology and what it can do for us nowadays, technology such as digital forms. Digital forms are the core foundation of all that I teach and preach to, and that's why it's so important for us to be using the right software with the right capabilities to carry out all that we need them to. And that's exactly why I partner with and teach to using JotForm. JotForm is a full-feature online form builder that makes it easy to create robust forms and collect important data. It's trusted by over 15 million users worldwide, such as nonprofits, educational institutions, enterprises, small businesses such as us, and so much more. JotForm is a gateway to gathering better information to power your business, and with the right guidance and mentorship, JotForm can absolutely transform the way you do business by automating and streamlining the way you interact with your clients. So if you're ready to get started with JotForm and really truly see how digital forms can transform your business, check out the show notes of this episode for a direct link to get signed up with JotForm. Enjoy all those new digital forms you're able to create now, and I will catch you in the next episode.